Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Whenever and wherever you're watching or listening, this is the Osmo NHL DFS Strategy Show, and I'm your host, Michael Clifford, a.k.a. Slim Cliffy. Joining me for the next hour to talk about our favorite iteration of the Batman, our single-entry assassin, Mr. Joshua Harris. Josh, how you doing today, buddy? Doing well. It's the dark night. Anyone else have a different opinion? That's fine. We'll still be friends. I just want you to guys know you're wrong. <laughs> I, like I rewatched that Nolan trilogy recently. It is like it is good. It is so good. And it it, it makes me really miss the old action movie days when it was just a set piece like in a downtown area and not you know in some green screen studio uh, you know in, in the middle of nowhere in california like i love those types that's why i love the john wick movies you know even though there's some cgi in that it's a lot of real good action it, it, those nolan movies still hold up so so well oh, batman begins is so underrated it's one of the best yeah yeah i agree okay. and then uh, even the old ones with with keaton and kilmer and all like up until Clooney, like they're at least enjoyable and entertaining. Oh, like Batman, because... Return, Batman Returns is a wild, wild movie. It is not something you watch with kids under the age of twelve. No. I don't know what they were thinking. But I, it's I also don't worth watch if you haven't seen it lately. I also don't know why they cast George Clooney because George Clooney plays George Clooney in every movie. He's not like... <laughs> every movie is George Clooney just with a yeah. different suit on. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we are here to talk about hockey. We're not here to talk about the Batman, though I am excited for that movie. Uh, nice little six-game slate we have coming up here tonight. Uh, we are sponsored by Yahoo Fantasy. Yahoo has been our sponsor the entire season. And if you're new here, if you haven't played uh, DFS over on Yahoo yet, uh, first-time users can get some free money from Yahoo. So stick around for a little giveaway through them a little later in the show. Uh, before we get too much further, if you guys could, uh, throw us a thumbs up in the chat. Uh, those likes help us out. The subscriptions, especially if you guys could, if you're new here, if you haven't uh, clicked that subscribe button yet, please do so. Those uh, help build the channel and keep these shows coming on a regular basis. And of course, to watch those shows as they go live, click the bell and you'll get the alerts. Um, lots of free stuff up on the site today. We n- normally have uh, free stuff up on the site. Today is no exception. We have our NBA ownership and NHL ownership projections up on the site, as well as our UFC pro plays for this weekend. And Josh was saying just before the show, he is studiously working on his MMA article, uh, and that'll be out uh, sometime tonight or tomorrow. Uh, so check out uh, awesome.com for so, some free MMA stuff if you're playing some MMA this weekend. Uh, we also have a giveaway through our podcast. So head on over to the Osmo podcast channel and just leave a five-star review review uh, with your Twitter handle or your Osmo username, and you'll be entered to win a free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. Uh, We also have a new betting show, an NBA betting show called Locks Before Lock. Uh, It's uh, 30 minutes every day before uh, the the deeper dive, sorry. Um, And if you're into some NBA betting, whether it's props or sides or or whatever, uh, just I believe it's mostly props. Uh, Head on over uh, to the Osmo Odd Shopper channel. Um, Lots of NBA stuff going on there. Um, we'll be talking about the NBA shows a little later on, but we have, I think it's nearly four NBA shows a day now. There's lots of NBA coverage here if you love basketball. Uh, let's talk about last night a little bit. Um, we had, well, we didn't have, you and I didn't have uh, particularly great nights, but there were some great nights uh, sent in to us. Have to shout out, of course, we have to shout out Nawada taking down the $19 um, qualifier. He's heading to the fantasy Hockey World Championships. 
uh, took down first place in that $19 last night, as I mentioned, Wicked Nick. Uh, sent that in to us on Twitter. Congratulations to him. He said he did it mostly through tickets that he won, which is, it's one of those ways, like if you don't have a massive bankroll, you should be entering the very low dollar uh, tickets to get in the Tuesday 20s or the $19 qualifiers, though those are over now. But those types of things are what can kind of turbocharge your bankroll if you're still playing with very low stakes. So congrats to him. Um, we also had another winner uh, in the chat uh, sent to us um, by Mookie999G over on DK. Took down first place in the 20 max for a cool $1,500 last night. Uh, so, Jeff Blick, I see you in chat. Uh, congrats to you. Uh, very, very good night last night. Congrats to anybody else that might have had a good night uh, that we didn't see. I did not do so well last night, Josh. I went three max. I went heavy on Calgary. Um, the Calgary second line in particular, uh, they did not really, I mean, they got a goal, but obviously it wasn't enough to really do anything. I did not do well last night. How did you do? I didn't do too great. I don't think I used Markstrom, <laughs> you know, the flames turned into the flams and, you know, it happens. It was due to happen. Uh, we got hit with some regression last night, but it's fine. I used Florida too, declared didn't do any, do anything, but Bennett and Huberdeau were pretty good. Used to Foley. And I used the Sharks. Not a great night overall, but, you know, even if they did well, I don't think I still would have done very well because, you know, the Canucks just went absolutely nuclear. And if you are a single entry player like me, chances are you weren't on the Canucks. That was an MME type deal. You could tell by their ownership, they're like one, two, three percent. Um, but, you know, those are the nights where, you know, if you're an MME player, you kind of have an advantage in the MME tournaments, obviously in single entries. Like if you play the Canucks in single entries, like you kind of, I don't want to say like you like seeing those lineups because you see them winning all the money. But like, if you're going to uncork some Canucks last night in single entry, you got some grande cojones, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I wasn't on the Canucks last night in that matchup. I mean, even like, even if the Canucks, in my head were to pull that game out last night, it would have been like a three, one grinding game where Demko stops, you know, 45 shots or something like that. It wasn't a seven, one game where they just absolutely bomb one of the best teams in the league completely out of the rink. Uh, but that wasn't the only blowout last night. Devils going into Pittsburgh. That's, I mean, that's kind of illustrative. Uh, we talk about how teams generally struggle from com coming back from long layoffs and they do the numbers bear that out but generally doesn't mean always. And, you know, one of the situations where it wasn't in one of those generalities was last night, um, three goals in the first seven minutes or something like that. Uh, Devils on, on the, the slate here tonight. We're going to talk about them uh, a little bit later. Did you watch any of that game last night? Was there anything that stood out to you? I mean, I had it on while I was cooking dinner. For some reason, the Rangers game was blocked out. So I didn't get to see Igor goat, but um I turn on the or I turn on the Devils game because I like pain. But the man, they just it wasn't even competitive. Like the Penguins, it looked like the Penguins were coming off like a two week bye. Like they, they just had nothing. Yari was all over the place. That Ranger or that uh, the Devils second line just ran over the Carter Malkin line so bad that they separated them in the first period. So I don't know, man. Like. Devils are the first team to come back from a break and actually look like they were ready to go. And they, they do have a lot of like good young players on that team. So maybe that's part of it too. I mean, you're not a bunch of veterans coming back from a long layoff. You're a bunch of 22, 23, 24 year olds. Maybe that's part of it, but yeah, devils look great. They're on the slate here tonight. We're definitely going to be talking about them. Uh, let's talk about the, some of these games. Let's get to this first one. I'm sure uh, our boss, Jake Harry is very much looking forward to this breakdown. Uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets have a 2.6 implied goal total. They're going into Carolina. The Hurricanes have a 4.1 implied goal total. A uh, couple notes here for Columbus. None of their goalies are back yet, so they're running JF Barube uh, back in net uh, on a back-to-back. -back. Uh, four and six plus that back-to-back. -back. We'll see how that goes. Um, Carolina looks like they're sticking with that top line, especially Koff, Ajo, uh, Teravainen. Uh, Jarvis and Natchez down on the second line for the Hurricanes. Third line is the same. Um, we saw some uh, Carolina forwards uh, do some damage uh, again last night. They keep scoring. 
they're not they're not terribly good defensively. In fact, they're terrible defensively, but they keep scoring. So what do we do here, Josh? Yeah, and looking on DraftKings, like before we got the McKinnon news that he was going to be back, Carolina one was going to be the most expensive line and the highest owned line, but still with positive leverage. Now I wonder what it's going to do with you know McKinnon back because Colorado one goes from 18k on DraftKings to 23k. So you're going to have to make a choice. Um, you know, Carolina one, Colorado one, they're both in unbelievably good spots. So, you know, I think people are just going to take the savings and go to Carolina. So I think Colorado, which we'll get to later, could be uh, a fun little ride in GPPs. But I, I think a lot of people are just going to go to Carolina one here. It's JF Ruby on a back-to-back. They're going to get, I'm not sure. Have, yeah, they've been sending out top lines versus top lines now, right? Yeah, so I mean, Aho is going to get Jenner. That like I that mean, line, I, Jenner I, I should, Voracek. I should say, I should say, it's not like they're not going to get a hundred percent of the matchups. They still use the stall line at times, but yeah, the Aho line is taking more top line matchups. Yeah, like like line A, like that line is just shooting a ridiculously high percentage right now. Maybe they continue because you know the Carolina top line very high event both ways. But, like, this is still advantage Carolina one. Like, the general line of Warcheck line is awful defensively. Uh, Barube back-to-back. This is four and six. Like, it's really hard to get away from the Carolina Hurricanes here. Fully correlated. You know, I, I want to see their ownership after, you know, the Colorado update. But I still would imagine it's going to be around 20%. You know, you look at our lineup builder, they're projected for 42 and a half points, which is – I think tops on the night. To, uh, I think Colorado one might be higher, but 42 and a half points is just insane. So like, you know, Carolina one. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. As Niehaus would say, in a primo spot. I, I still think, you know, you can go to Carolina too here. Um, I wish their ownership was a bit lower. I wish that the ownership disparity was a bit bigger. Just so I can, you know, go to like Trocheck and Netches to get, you know, some lower ownerships and cheaper prices and a very high total. I still think you can, especially Trocheck because he's power play one under 5K. Nice little pivot off some heavy Carolina one chalk. Uh, Jarvis moving back up there. Hasn't really been doing too much for DFS lately, but he's cheap. I think Carolina two is a decent option as well. On the Columbus side, like, I'm just so tired of Patrick <laughs> Like, he's a good player, but, like, I just always – I've been fading him for the past few weeks in DFS, and he's just been just terrorizing me in my dreams because he's shooting, as you mentioned to me before the show, 36% over the last month. So <laughs> – Exactly. So, like, is he going to keep shooting 36%? I, you know, if he sustains that, he's going to have 900 goals at the end of the year, something like that. But, like, I'm out on Columbus. I'm going to stay on the fade train. They are coming in at, like, 1%, 2% right now. So, in GPPs, if you want to do get to them in MME, I think that's fine because the Ajo line does give it up defensively. Yeah, that's the one thing I do want to mention about Carolina's top line is how they do um, trade uh, chances back and forth. 3.9 expected goals for per 60 minutes, which is just outstanding offensively, but 3.7 expected goals against. Um, 37 scoring chances for, but 32 scoring chances against per 60 minutes. So, yes, they're uh, excellent offensively, but, yes, they also do give it up 
going back the other way. That's probably part of the reason why you're seeing that total on Columbus here at 2.6 total, which is, you know, considerably higher than Buffalo. It's higher than Winnipeg. Um, even though they're on, you know, a back-to-back in four and six, it's because Carolina hasn't been as great defensively um, as they have been um, at different times this year. Uh, like if you just look at um, their expected goals numbers, uh, oh, look, like looking over the last six weeks, the Carolina Hurricanes have the sixth highest expected goals against in hockey over the last seven weeks, six weeks, seven weeks, like worse than Anaheim, worse than Ottawa, worse than the Rangers. Like they're giving it up. That's what worries me about Columbus here is, you know, like they're not a great generating line, but line is one of the best shooters period in hockey. Like we joke about it all the time, but he gets two shots. He can score two goals. Like that's just, it's just what he does. So it's concerning how they're going to use Carolina here against that Columbus top line. Like I, I don't have interest in the Columbus top line. I think they're overpriced. Um, the ownership is coming in just fine, but again, four and six back to back. Like I'm probably, I'm probably going to be off of them, but it just feels, it feels bad because you know exactly what be, could be coming down the pipe. But I do like Carolina one way more here. Carolina two. Here's the thing, man. That line is strong without Andre Svechnikov on there. That's kind of what bothers me about that trio is that without Svech, they're actually underwater by scoring chance share on the season. That's bad when when you're considering like you're the second line for a cup contender. So not sure if I'm super high on stacking Carolina too. Like I might, like you said, throw in Trocek, um, you know, with some sort of power play stack to get a little bit of uh, differentiation or lower ownership. But yeah, I think folks in Carolina won. Carolina three is kind of interesting to me here. Um, that line has been excellent, but it looks like they're coming in with fairly high ownership. Like Nino Niederreiter coming in at nearly 10%. I'd rather look elsewhere for my cheap one-offs. Um, I do like Nino, like in a nutshell, I like the spot for Nino Niederreiter. Um, the line has been good. Um, it's just 10% for a third line. I think that's a little bit high. So maybe some one-offs or something, but Carolina one, Carolina power play. I think some pieces of, of Columbus one. Definitely just fine here. I don't know what to do with Columbus because they're really starting to spread out the ice time. Like Oliver Bjorkstrand played like 11 minutes last night. I, he's play, I think he's played 41 minutes over his last three games, which is like under 15 minutes a game. They're just not using him. So I think you're kind of stuck with Columbus one or bust here uh, if you're playing the Jackets. On the blue line, uh, with Tony D'Angelo out, Jacob Slavin has uh, taken the top power play unit. Now, it was a small sample but Slavin was on the top power play for like six or seven games earlier in the season when D'Angelo was hurt. And the power play was actually just fine. Um, it's just that he is expensive at 5,200. Um, what do you think about uh, blue liners here? Yeah. I mean, Slavin is cheaper than what Tony D would be. So I think people are just going to be like, Boop, Jacob Slavin with Carolina one. I think Brett Pesci, Brett fish. Uh, he's a really good uh, one off at 3,500. He's going to be on the top pair. Brady Shea also fine, 3900 Then you got some min-price guys. I don't think I'd get to them. On the Columbus side, it's going to be Gavrikov. Gavrikov or Peak. I think Bockwist is fine at 3300 again, uh, especially because Carolina has a good penalty kill, but they do take a lot of penalties. So, you know, 3300 top power play. Could be an interesting play. Yep, uh, I agree with you. Uh, let's move this along to our next game. Buffalo, 2.2 implied goal total going into St. Louis. Blues have a 2.7 implied goal total. Um, both Brandon Saad and, and Braden Shen weren't practicing, but it looks like they're both going to be in. Um, uh, Saad was sick, but it looks like he's fine. Braden Shen is his wife had a baby. Um, look, congratulations to them. Looks like he's going to be in as well. So the lines for St. Louis aren't expected to change. The lines for Buffalo are going to be a little bit different. Both Kyle Poso and Victor Olsson back in the lineup tonight. So they're leaving the top line the same. But the second line is Rasmus Asplund, Dylan Cousins, and Kyle Poso with the third line of Peyton Krebs, Casey Middlestat, and Victor Olsson. Not a very high total here on the Buffalo side, but it does feature one of our favorite lines. In fact, two of our favorite lines are in this game. What do you think about this one, Josh? Yeah, I mean... The... Thompson Skinner tuck line is probably the line you go to in Buffalo. Now they were pretty heavily owned in Montreal and I got goose egged. I don't know if their home road splits are that stark, but they're also going to get Ryan O'Reilly Perron who just sludged it. Like this is going to just be 
they're just going to just grind that to a halt. So I don't know. I, I think, you know, going to Buffalo one in MME is fine. And one to three, I don't know if I'm going to get there. I haven't made my lineup. 2.2 total on the road. I'm probably going to lean towards no there. Um, you know, I'm not a huge fan of playing O'Reilly Prawn anyway. I see the Blues mixed up their power play units again, which is a nightmare, according to our lineup builder. Yeah, so the top power play is now O'Reilly Perron, Tarasenko, Shen, and Krug. The second power play unit is Buchnevich, Thomas, Kairou, Barbashev, Falk. So it looks like they just flipped uh, Tarasenko and Kairou, which makes no sense, but not the Blues coach. That kind of like changes things a, a little bit for me for um, – St. Louis too, which is my favorite line from this game. I mean, they're going to get a very good five-on-five matchup. Don't get me wrong, but you know, Bucinovich, Thomas, Tarasenko had been correlated on the power play. They had been the better power play unit. Now Tarasenko goes to the O'Reilly unit, which has been the worst unit. You still can play Thomas Bucinovich on the second unit. It's fine. Like you know, I'm still in on St. Louis too because they're coming in at three and a half percent. I think you, when you get a good line at three and a half percent in a really good matchup and a three point seven total, you can't ignore it because someone got moved off the power play unit you want. So, I'm still in on St. Louis two. I think St. Louis three is interesting, but they're coming in double the ownership of St. Louis two, which has happened the last game too. And then you know, Braden Shen has the uh, the baby the baby daddy narrative. Sure, he just had a kid, so you know, new dad, new goal. Usually, what happens? So, I think you know. In a nutshell, I do like Shen Kairou Barbashev. Like, they're going to get a good matchup as well. I'll just, you know, get the lower ownership on the line I like more. Yeah, I want to talk about the ice time here because, we, you know, we talk about St. Louis 1, St. Louis 2, St. Louis 3. Dividing them up as lines almost feels disingenuous for this particular uh, team because they do use their three lines, like, fairly evenly. Just in the month of February – their entire top nine is between 15.45 a night and 18.30 a night. Like, they're within three minutes. Like, everybody in the top nine is within three minutes of each other. Uh, you know, most players in the top six are within a minute of each other. Like, they're basically interchangeable. So, I think that's why, like, that third-line ownership, you know, Kairou, Shen, Barbashev is kind of fine. Is because, you know, if they're going to play 16 minutes, but the Tarasenko line is going to play 17 minutes, um, and, you know, one line – uh, looking at the pricing from our, our top stacks tool, one line's uh, just under 13K, one line's 18,700. Like if they're both going to play relatively the same minutes, like I understand that ownership. It's just I really like, like Braden Shen's just riding a, a crazy percentage bender, right? Um, he hasn't really been playing that well uh, on any line. Um, it's just that he's been converting a lot of points. He's, you know, St. Louis is Blake Wheeler, I guess. Um, I, for that reason, like I'm still out on St. Louis one. I've talked about how Ryan O'Reilly hasn't been the same guy offensively and he's not, I'm going to St. Louis too. Um, they are a bit overpriced. I think you can leave Tarasenko off actually off the stack. You talked about the same, the St. Louis second power play over 10 expected goals per 60 minutes generated so far this year. And Cairo, uh, Buchnevich, uh, and Thomas together on the ice. They've been great. Um, and I think, you know, people can take advantage of that um, where they're avoiding the uh, that second line ownership. So, again, back on St. Louis, too, for the Blues. I am in on Buffalo 1 on the Buffalo side. I'm playing 20 max here tonight. You're not going to have to play a lot of them, right, because they're coming in at, you know, around 3%. Even if they come in at 5%, like playing them in 2 out of 20 lineups gets you 10x or 2x on the field, sorry. So I do like Buffalo 1 here. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. Ch -ch 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 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I think Buffalo 3 is kind of in play. Olofsson and Middlestat earlier in the year at least, you know, seemed like they were playing well together. Um, you know, they're going to get that depth from St. Louis that I don't think is very good. If you want to really get uh, different, I think Buffalo 3 or at least one of the guys off that line is fine. But for me, it's Buffalo 1, St. Louis 2 in this game. It, on the blue line, there's just – like I say it every time, it's pretty much just Justin Falk or bust for me. There's really not a whole lot. Um, I like on the blue side for defensemen and probably just correlating Dolan with anybody else on the Buffalo. I guess I should say Robert Haig. He, it looks like he's going to be back in the lineup tonight. Stone men on DraftKings. He could get the block bonus, even minimal minutes. Anybody else? Really? I mean, 5,500, like, I don't know what his deal is. I guess Justin Falk is fine. Pareko's fine. But none of these guys are just like, please come into my lineup. Like they're not very inviting at the prices. Um, yeah, I agree. Uh, get access to all the great Osmo Plus tools and content for nearly every DFS sport out there with an Osmo Plus weekly pass for $29.95. This includes full access to all the premium content and tools on Osmo.com, including player projections, Ownership projections, our top stacks, our lineup builder, and a whole lot more. Of course, if you're only looking to play NHL DFS, then you can sign up for one of our Osmo Plus NHL packages for as low as $3.95 a week. Please note that Fantasy Cruncher is an add-on and can be easily added on to any of these packages at checkout, but it is not included in our base package. However, it is a very valuable addition to your DFS arsenal, so for those looking to multi-enter contests, just add on that Fantasy Cruncher. Stop guessing, start winning. Join Osmo Plus today. All right, uh, let's get to our next game here. We have the New Jersey Devils with a 2.8 implied goal total. They're going into Chicago. The Blackhawks have a 3.3 implied goal total. Uh, Kevin Lankinen, back in net, hasn't played in a month. Um, they're throwing him in tonight uh, against New Jersey. Uh, Calvin DeHaan on Chicago is a game-time decision tonight. That's kind of important because he's one of the, one of those guys Sometimes we throw in for blocks, but, you know, he has gotten fairly expensive. Uh, New Jersey played last night. They looked great last night. Are they going to look great again tonight, Josh? No. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I don't even know how the, the Hawks are going to match up here because they mixed around their lines again. Shocker. I would imagine they send out Doc Kershaw Borgstrom against Top Comp, if I had to guess. Probably going to go out against Hughes. That would leave, you know, to bring Cat Strom Kane in bottom six matchups, you would hope. It, the thing is, like, the Hawks are 17 7 on DK coming in on very high ownership. Vegas 1 is also 17 7 on DK coming in at low ownership. But, like, I don't know. Like, this is a really good spot for the Hawks. I just, Wish I could trust these lines because if the Hawks go down one nothing earlier, are they going to be the lines after that? Your guess is as good as mine. Like we can, we can you know take an educated guess and say that you know Strom and Kane will at least stay together because they've been playing together for a while. Will DeBrincat get you know sent down to the third line and Hagel get moved? We just don't know. In a nutshell, DeBrincat, Strom, Kane, I'm very interested in. So are a lot of people. They're projected for the highest owned stack of the night in the latest run. We haven't got a run with McKinnon in, but that shouldn't change too much on the Hawks. That being said, getting the third line of the Devils, you know, Baquist and Tatar have an okay sample together. Andreas Janssen, okay. Like, they should be able to have their way. Like, John Gillies, probably a next night. It could be Dawes back-to-back. I doubt it, but, you know. Fully correlated. Yeah. 17-7. Like, I think, like, if you take ownership into consideration, I'll just go to Vegas 1 at the lower ownership at that price. But if you want to play Chicago 1 in this spot, I am perfectly fine with it. You know, 17-7 is reasonable. They're cheaper than St. Louis 2 in an equally as good spot. So 
and you know Kane and Debrincat are going to get their minutes. Like Kane is going to play over 20 minutes. It doesn't matter what the lines are. He's going to get over 20 minutes. So from a minute standpoint, you know you're going to get your minutes from Chicago 1. So I'm, I'm in on Chicago 1. Um, also in on the Devils' second line again, Keisha, Brett, Zaka. They're going to get a matchup that's favorable for them. Kevin Lankinen hasn't played since, you know, sometime in January. They're throwing him right in. With either of the Devils' top two lines, honestly. Um, but I'm going to lean towards Heischer, Brat, Zaka. Um, they're a little bit cheaper. They have better power play correlation. Chicago has a poor power or penalty kill. So I'm in on Devils' second line. Uh, if you want to play Hughes, I think that's perfectly fine. Uh, and Chicago won. Yeah, I want to talk about the Chicago top line real quick because something I mentioned to you um, in our Discord was that the, the New Jersey side of this in the betting markets has been getting hammered. Uh, Chicago opened as a minus 167 favorite, and they're down. I mean, this is on Fantasy Labs. This will be different, you know, in different sports books. From minus 167 to minus 122, the Devils are getting hammered uh, today in the betting markets. That, that tells me that maybe there might be more Devils ownership than we think and maybe some less Chicago ownership than we think. That's kind of what I'm getting from that. Nothing that will be completely out of whack. Like, I'm not expecting Chicago 1 to go from, like, 22% to, like, 6% or something like that. It's like maybe it's, like, 15% instead of 22% or 16% or something like that. That's all I mean. Um, so, in you know, if you can look at it under that lens, like, if – if this line isn't coming in at 24%, if they come in at like 17%, it does change the equation a little bit. And yeah, like the Chicago top line doesn't have great offensive numbers together, but Patrick Kane's always been one of those guys like to kind of break expected goals. Right. And it's because of just how highly skilled he is. It, like it's, you know, Patrick line is kind of the same with his shot skill. Um, the expected goals and actual goals when he's, you know, when he's playing well, won't uh, align with each other. So I don't mind Chicago one here tonight. Like, I think the ownership is coming in uh, just fine. Um, you know, like you mentioned, John Gillies uh, probably coming in for New Jersey. The Devils are on that back-to-back. I think Chicago one is fine. But really, it's I think it's a Devils game. Like, I really do like the Devils here. I agree with you on that second line of Zaka, Hishier, and Bratt. Um, in their sample together this year, 36 scoring chances per 60 minutes, which is just great, controlling 56% of the scoring chances when they're on the ice. And two-thirds are on the top power play unit, along with David Damon Severson, sorry. So, uh, yeah, you're right. That New Jersey second line is going to get, you know, they might see a fair bit of that Debrinkat line. Not a lot, but a fair bit just because they play so much. And I think that favors New Jersey. So I do like that Devil's second line here today. Um not going to get to a ton of them, I don't think, but I certainly will have, you know, maybe two or three um, out of my 20 max here tonight. We'll see. Uh, on the blue line, actually, I, I, sh- I just want to say one more thing uh, about the Chicago penalty kill. We used to pick on the Chicago penalty kill a lot because um, it was one of the worst in hockey for a long time. It looks like it has gotten better. It's not great, but it's not like, you know, stone lock bottom five uh, awful PK like Arizona is all the time or something like that. Right. So um, I wonder about defensemen in this game and let's get to those defensemen because Damon Severson is running the top power play unit for New Jersey and he's coming in with almost no ownership, um, at least over on DraftKings. Dougie Hamilton coming in with a fair bit of ownership because he's still priced down at 5,800. Calvin DeHaan might be out tonight. So that could lead to a lot more minutes for somebody like Jake McCabe or Connor Murphy, I guess we'll see at warmups. Um, what do you think about defensemen here? I'm fine with Severson if you want to correlate power play. Dougie, I think, is a fine one off at his price. Um, if Duhan's out, I'm very interested in Jake McCabe. I think Connor Murphy at 4K is a little pricey. I think if you want a shot or a block bonus, you save the 900 and go to McCabe over Murphy. If you are playing the Hawks top line and want to include Seth Jones, he is at 6,200, which is cheap for him. So I think that is fine as well. Yep. Uh, I agree with that. Um, let's 
Let's talk about Yahoo Fantasy for a minute. Yahoo Fantasy has been our sponsor this entire season, and we have part, and that partnership is to bring you some great offers. Check out our exclusive limited time offer, which gets you one free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. To qualify, you need to be new to Yahoo. Sign up for an account via the link below. Deposit and play. That's it. Yahoo will send us your name after you played in your first paid contest, and we will reach out via email with your coupon. If you'd like to speed up the process of getting access, email support at Osmo.com. We'll get you set up right away. You can also claim a free $10 of site credit by clicking the link in the video description below, and that can be used to enter any Yahoo contest, including tonight's $2,000 NHL baller. Make sure to use our DFS tools uh, and projections designed specifically for Yahoo to give yourself the best shot at winning big. Um, all right, let's get to a few more of these games. We've got Vegas and going into, or sorry, we've got Winnipeg going into Colorado. Winnipeg has a 2.5 implied goal total. Colorado has a 4.0 implied goal total. Uh, doesn't seem to be uh, any major changes on the Winnipeg side for Colorado. Nathan McKinnon looks like he's going to be back uh, in the lineup. Uh, so we're assuming, uh, you know, top line back together, Landis Gog, McKinnon, Rantanen. And then the second line, uh, as it has been with Kadri, Burkowski, and Nichushkin. Of course, that means so long, JT Comfort, top power play. We hardly knew ye. Um, on the Jets side, as I mentioned, uh, no significant changes. Uh, Andrew Kopp not playing for them. He's out on the third line. Again, looks like Jansen Harkins and Adam Brooks beside Adam Lowry. Uh, all right. You know, we were talking about ownership. Um, we're going to have to see what uh, our ownership runs look like in our top stacks and all that once we get uh, a new run with the, with the new Colorado lines. But the way Colorado usually works is that they're so expensive. Um, they never come in super highly owned. Like this line might come in at like 15. I, like, I don't know. I'm just guessing here, like 15% or something like that. Um, but that still makes them a good play because, um, you know, of how high their upside is. Do you want to play that line here tonight? What are we doing with this game, Josh? I mean, I really like Colorado one. I think they're going to come in lower owned than Carolina one, and they're an equally, if not better, matchup. Like Winnipeg one, like for as much as they've gotten there offensively recently, their defensive numbers just are not good at five on five. They have a 46% Corsi four percentage, which is underwater. They give up 14 high danger chances against per 60 and three expected goals against per 60. They're going to be locked in a in a rink with McKinnon, Rant, and Landeskog for twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, good luck. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you're going to tell me I can get them lower owned than than Carolina one, who have good numbers, but in a much smaller sample. This Colorado sample goes back, you know, a long, long time. Yeah, Helly Buck and Net, but that doesn't bother me too much. So, I'm in on Colorado one. You want to go to Colorado too? I think that is fine as well. Um, you you got a nice little stat on Dubois and Connor. I'll let you take that. But I I think you know Colorado too. It's perfectly fine here as well. But I think it's going to be Colorado one for me. On the Jets side, like you want to go to the flow chart. This is a really bad matchup. So what do you do in really bad matchups? Is Winnipeg one? You play them because they always get there in bad matchups. But seriously, they're coming in over owned tonight. Um, I'm not really interested in the Jets tonight. If you want to do anything, it'd probably be a power play stack. But that being said, like power play stacking a 2.5 total on the road against the Avs and a four total just, you know, isn't something you should do in one to three lineups. Again, you make your own lineups, you make your own decisions. Um, I don't think I would be power play stacking the Jets tonight in my one lineup. Yeah. It, it... The Colorado penalty kill has not been good. That's one thing I want to mention. Um, sixth most expected goals against per 60 minutes over their last 20 games played on the penalty kill. What's saving them is goaltending. Um, the goaltending has been excellent. It do, does seem like they're good at uh, preventing some dangerous shots. It's just some tend to leak through. So, like, I think the Colorado penalty kill can be had here. I just have a tough time getting to Winnipeg here again. I talked to... I dropped some stats in our Discord about the Pierre-Luc Dubois and Kyle Connor line. Now, they have been good at times with Andrei Svechnikov earlier in the season, or Evgeny Svechnikov, sorry. Um, they have been good at times with Cole Perfidi. But 
those good times have been punctuated by some very bad times. And since Christmas, the uh, duo of Pierre-Luc Dubois and Kyle Connor, uh, 45% of the expected goals, 2.1 expected goals for, that's below average league-wide. Like, there's no way around it. It's just bad. Um, when you're talking about a second line that should be scoring, not at will, but probably should be scoring somewhere near three goals per 60 minutes, if not more, that's really bad. Um, it's kind of what's drawing me away from, from really any Winnipeg here. Like, that Colorado second line on their own as well has been excellent this year. The Kadri Nachushkin duo – uh, 16 scoring chances against per 60 minutes. They've been absolutely in fuego defensively, um, generating nearly uh, nearly 30 scoring chances per 60 minutes in return. Uh, that second line has been great. Um, so you're telling me, you know, a, a call or a Winnipeg second line is going to have to go in that. And then you have the Shifley Stasny line that, <laughs> like, they just haven't been. They've been fine, you know basically even by expected goals for and expected goals against. But again, they're going to the teeth of that Colorado team here today at home. Um, I just really don't, I just don't like even strength stacking these lines for Winnipeg. I think if I were, were to stack, it would be some sort of power play stack from them here tonight. I think that's the best way to, to attack Colorado um, is, you know, maybe have like Shifley Wheeler, Connor or something like that, you know, Shifley Wheeler, Dubois, um, and then hope you can get a couple on the power play and then maybe, you know, they get one at even strength or something like that. I think that's kind of how you would attack, uh, Winnipeg, Winnipeg penalty kill has been better on their own, but obviously this Colorado power play, uh, can be just elite. Um, I do like Colorado one a lot here tonight. You know, you want to sub in, uh, Kadri for McKinnon, save a little bit of savings for a power play stack. I think you can do that, but I really, really do like Colorado one. I like Colorado two as well. I think. They're just, I think they're going to be um, reasonably owned as a stack here tonight because there are, uh, you know, some expensive uh, components there. And they've been great. 70, uh, 70 shot attempts per 60 minutes in their sample, 29, as I mentioned, 29 scoring chances. So um, I think I'm going to be building a, a fair bit around Colorado one. I don't know if I'm going to move in some fillers for Colorado two, but I do think that line uh, is just fine to use. So Colorado one, maybe Colorado two. Uh, if you're stacking Winnipeg, I think power play stacking would be the way to go. On the blue line, Dylan DeMello playing on the top pair is starting to get uh, some more minutes for Winnipeg. Uh, he's only 2,700 going into a team that takes a lot of shots. I feel like he's definitely a threat for the block bonus over on DraftKings. Uh, Josh Morris, he's still getting uh, some prime ice time uh, for, uh, for Winnipeg. He's still reasonable, 4,200. Uh, on the Colorado side, I mean, I think it's basically the same two guys that we always use. It's Makara Taves. Anybody else to go to you? Yeah, I mean, if you want to punt uh, DeMello, that's fine. Brennan Dillon's $100 cheaper. He's live for a block bonus as well. It's Kale McCarr, if you're using Colorado 1, can't get there. Devin Taves, that's really about it. Like, if you want to play Gerard, that's fine. Not super. I'd rather just play Taves and McCarr. You know how I know that we're starting to have a little bit of influence on the people that um, that watch this show is I see Nick Chaplevsky say Winnipeg flowchart, baby. <laughs> and that's absolutely <laughs> dead right. Uh, we talk about the Winnipeg flowchart. Is Winnipeg playing? Yes. Is it a bad matchup? Yes. Play them. Like that's yeah. just, you know, is it a good matchup? Uh, yes. Don't play them. Like that's like, just, that's our Winnipeg flowchart. If, if the winning lineup is Columbus one, Winnipeg one tonight, like, You'll see me in 2025. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think this might be the last strategy show if, if Columbus one is optimal here tonight. Um, all right. We, we, we do have to move uh, along a little bit. We've got a, a couple more games to talk about here. Uh, we have the Vegas Golden Knights with a 3.7 implied goal total going into Arizona. The Arizona Coyotes have a 2.3 implied goal total. There could be some movements around here. For Vegas, uh, Evgeny Dodonov has moved to the second line because Jonathan Marcheseau looks like he's sick or out or something like that. He wasn't um, at practice. So uh looks like Dodonov is moving to the second line for Vegas. And that throws a wrench in my plans because I had high hopes for Vegas too here tonight. But uh, like quite honestly, and I'm, I like Dodonov as a player. Marcheseau to Dodonov is a big step down, like in just about every regard offensively that you can think of. 
So I honestly don't know what to make of that second line anymore. Why don't you try to clear this up for us, Josh? Yeah. I mean, this is another really good matchup. And there's not much ownership here on Vegas. So, like, yeah, I was in on both their top six lines. Like, Marshall Carlson-Smith, always over-owned. And I'm just like, whatever. But they were like, kind of, they're coming in with positive leverage. And now Marshall's out and boo-boo. I think I'm going to go to the top line here. I wish Stevenson was on the top power play. That would make things much better. But Eichel Pacioretty seems like they're starting to get some chemistry together. Eichel looks like he's, you know, getting his legs under him. They're getting an excellent power play matchup here. Uh, They're going to get an excellent five-on-five matchup here. And they're coming in, you know, half the ownership of Chicago won at the same price. So... I'm in on Vegas one here. Um, let's see, you know, later on with the ownership runs, see if they'll probably creep up a little bit during the day, but I still think they'll come in under 15%. And I think that's perfectly fine. You want to leave off Stevenson. Um, you know, that's fine. You want to add in someone for the top power play, Dadnoff or, you know, Nick Roy. Also fine. I may just go like Eichel Pacioretty, Theodore, and move on. This is a very good power play matchup. Um, I need to like, I had my thoughts together on this game with Marshall and right before we came on. They're like, yeah, he's out. So I'm just like, I'm not sure what I want to do with the second line yet. Like they're still in a really good spot. Um, but like, I feel like Marshall is the guy is the straw that stirs the drink on that line. So I'm going to have to, collect my thoughts on that i'm probably going to be out on them i you know at least from full stacking maybe i'll add in dad and off on a power play stack or one off them or something but you know marshall not being there does change things for me on the uh arizona side our pal josh anderson so i don't know if i'm going to be getting to any yotes here i know he will i think it would be the kraus galchenyuk kessel line for me you want a one-off Clayton Keller. That's a little expensive on DraftKings 6,100. I'd rather, you know, get some power play correlation with Krause and Kessel for 7,100 for the two of them. This is, so I've started to think about Vegas a little bit more. This is kind of where I'm landing is like, Marsh is so down to, uh, to Donoff saves $2,000, right? Um, and that makes Vegas to 11,800. It feels like a line that can go in with Colorado one or something like that. You know what I mean? Um, you know, what I mean about the Donoff is that typically Marcia so is a shooter. Um, he's a very good shooter. He's the shooter on that line. Um, can also drive the play. Now the Donoff can also drive the play, not typically as big of a shooter, but you know, in the month of December, the Donoff actually leads this team in shot rate per 60 minutes at five on five. So I don't suspect that'll last. You know, I imagine Marcia so batch ready and those guys will find their way to the top uh, once we get a bigger sample. Um, but the Donoff has is can hold his own. And I think the $2,000 savings is important when you're considering a super expensive line uh, like Colorado one here tonight. So I think that's kind of the only situation where I would use them. Like I don't see a real need anywhere else on this slate slate to play like an $11,000 line. You know what I mean? Um, unless you're going with super expensive defensemen, it's only Vegas two plus Colorado one, but I think that might make a nice fit here tonight um, for a cheap line. Uh, you know, you can two man them and add in a defenseman. Um, you know, Alex Petrangelo is probably going to be running their power play unit. So if you want to leave off the Don off or you want to leave off Smith and add in a defenseman, um, I think that's just fine. Uh, so I think I might still have some Vegas two here tonight. Uh, it's Vegas one. That's interesting to me because <laughs> like the Arizona top line has been used a lot as a shutdown line, Keller Boyd Schmaltz and <laughs> not very good as a shutdown line. Uh, 33 scoring chances against per 60 minutes, uh, controlling only 39% of the scoring chance share. That is not good by any stretch of the imagination. Um, if that's going to go into Vegas one, a fair amount here tonight. Um, I think Vegas one at least needs to be considered uh, in your heavy stacks, especially where they're not super expensive. Like Chandler Stevenson definitely knocks off a big chunk um, of that price. So um, I think both uh, the Vegas top lines are certainly play. I think the way 
I'm going to be approaching my builds tonight. I'm going to have more of that Vegas second line. Um, but yeah, that's a great matchup for Vegas one going in Arizona. My one problem is this. Max Pacioretty since Christmas, nine games, 13.3 individual shot attempts per 60 minutes. In like 20 games before that, it was double, double, 26.3. His shot rate has fallen off just cataclysmically um, over his last 10 games. It like you know, shot rates drop do happen all you know all the time to players, and then they rebound. It's just a matter of does this keep going? Does Jack Eichel maybe take some shots away from him? Because you know Chandler Stevenson typically not a big shooter. Jack Eichel is. Um, that's a different guy playing center, even though you know Stevenson's on that line on the wing now. I like. I think there could be there are enough concerns that like if you don't want to pay fourteen thousand for Patrick plus Eichel on DraftKings, um, I think like you're fine to just say you know what i'll just not take a guy that could be playing hurt or it's just not shooting or whatever uh and look somewhere else so i just want to say that about vegas one but i do like vegas two a lot um arizona two kind of interests me but really they're getting caved in defensively so like i'm wondering how much of the puck they'll actually have here tonight i think once i get to carolina to arizona two it's just one offing a galchenyuk or something like that um that's about where i'm at for the forwards on the blue line, Arizona's been basically running four defensemen, like um, Gosses Bear, Mayo, Strawman, Chikrin, all around 20 minutes and nobody else getting ice time. So it's basically one of those four guys. Uh, you know, I'll probably take somebody like Mayo and just look for the block bonus on DraftKings as opposed to paying 5400 for Jacob Chikrin and hope he hits the double bonus or something like that. What do you think? Yeah, I'm fine with Mayo or, or Ghost. Um, on the Vegas side, Theodore, Petrangelo, obviously. Barbie Girl, Ben Hutton, top pair, Min Price. Um, I'm fine with that as a one-off as well. Um, McNabb always in play. I just don't know how busy he will be blocking shots tonight. Uh, Coyotes have to gain the zone to shoot the puck, which could be an issue for them tonight. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, somebody asked in chat who might take uh, the top power play role. Um, it's like Nicholas Roy is a good bet. Um, as they mentioned, he has been getting a fair amount of, to- of power play time when they have missed bodies this year. So him going to the top power play seems like a decent bet. Uh, here at Osmo, we have the Osmo Hall of Fame where we like to celebrate our subscriber success. We talked earlier today about uh, Mookie taking down the 20 max. We talked <sighs> earlier today about Nawada taking down the $19 uh, Fantasy Hockey World Championship qualifier. Um, if you want to get into the Osmo Hall of Fame, this is how you do it. Download the Osmo profile from osmo.com slash avatar. Place in the top three of a contest with at least 5,000 contestants. And if you do all that, uh, send it into the Osmo Hoff account on Twitter, and you can win a free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. Uh, first guy you'll see, shout out to News God. He's the guy that does a lot of updates for us in Discord. Uh, so shout out to Pick'em Genius and the good people at Osmo for the fire. Uh, League of Legends projections took down third place for $250 playing League of Legends over on FanDuel. Um, fourth quarter All-Star game. Uh, people were playing that. I see the Guru taking down first place uh, for uh, a $200 hit. One of, our, uh, one of our producers here, Jordan Klein, taking down third in the NBA All-Star game showdown for $600. Uh, Lots of winners uh, in the NHL lately uh, that we have been talking about, not as many uh, sent into the Osmo Hall of Fame, but we have been doing well. I'm sure the NBA guys will have a lot more to talk about uh, over the next few days as the NBA really starts to get rolling. Uh, Speaking of NBA, a bunch of NBA shows coming up after us. We have the Prize Picks NBA show at 3.30 Eastern with Aton and Emac, and then the Locks Before Lock NBA prop show, prop betting show, sorry, at 4.30 Eastern, and that leads into the NBA double dose of your deeper dive in live before lock. All right, Josh, one game to get to. Los Angeles, 2.8 implied goal total. Anaheim, 2.8 implied goal total. Not looking like uh, too much uh, changes for changes on either side. In fact, I don't think there was a single one. Um, seems like a fairly even game back and forth, but and there's not a lot of ownership on either side here, Josh. I kind of like this. What do you think? Yeah, I think Gibson's going to be the highest owned player from this game just because goalie's just so bad. Gibson under 8K. Everyone knows Gibson's pedigree. They're just going to be like, Boop, Gibson. It's fine. I'm going to play Gibson. 
perfectly fine. I'm on LA Kings too here. 231 minutes this season. That's not a small sample. That's a big sample. They're still generating over 4.1 expected goals for per 60. It's the most, it's the highest of any line this season, I think. They're going to get the Zegers Raquel Henrique matchup, which has been pretty high vent in their own right. So that's just going to be some, you know, hope you got your 3D glasses on because you're going to, puck's going to be going all over the place. So I'm in on LA Kings too. And the ownership's so down because the ownership's so high on Gibson right now. You're going to give me that line at 3%. I say thank you. And I will play them. Uh, I'm, if you want to play LA one, I think that's fine. Uh, they just played at such a slow pace on the road that I, I just don't know if I want to play them. If, if you want to, you know, stack them for the power play, that's fine. I just, you know, their pace of play reminds me of Ryan O'Reilly, David Perron on the road. So I'm in on LA two. You want to play LA one, that's fine, but I prefer LA two on the duck side. Like, I kind of like Milano gets left Terry for two reasons. Their ownership's very low and they're going to get bottom six matchups with the Kings. Like Anthony C U Byfield Brown, probably okay. Offensively, not good defensively. So you want to get to that ducks top line. That's fine. Like that's second line, Henrik Zegers Raquel. They're going to get that to know Arvidsson matchup. So yeah, you can play them. I just, I just think LA two just runs people over. But if you want to get to them, that's fine. Not super thrilled. Not super thrilled about anything on the Ducks, really. But, like, if I had to choose a line, it would be that Milano gets left Terry line. Yeah. Uh, real quick, I, I, I'm i typically not in on Los Angeles 1. I think this is a Los Angeles 1 night for me. Um, looking at their leverage on their, on their top stacks, one of the five best leverage lines on the slate. They're going up, as you mentioned, Anaheim – mostly uses their third line, not exclusively, but often uses the third line as a shutdown line. The third line for Anaheim this year, 40% of the shot share, 32% of the scoring chance share. This line sucks. So I don't know why they're going into Kings one, but Kings one has been uh, 62% of the scoring chance share over their last hundred minutes. Uh, And Anaheim has one of the worst penalty kills in hockey. In fact, they're last dead last by expected goals against allowed on the penalty kill over the last six weeks. So um, I like that Los Angeles top line, all three of them on the power play together. Um, you know, if you want to throw on some Drew Doughty for some power, additional power play exposure, I think that's just fine. Kings two, definitely in play. As you mentioned, super high event, super high pace line. Um, I think they're absolutely in play as one of the filler lines uh, here tonight. Uh, very reasonable ownership at 3% as well. I just think I'll be paying up a little bit more for that Kings one power play exposure. I want to get uh, up against this Ducks penalty kill. That's kind of my focus here. Uh, On the Anaheim side, I kind of like the second line better. The reason is they just play to a high pace. Um, I want a line that pushes the pace. Um, Anaheim's top top line doesn't. Anaheim's second line does. Um, That's that's just my reasoning here. Uh, So Anaheim two, Los Angeles one, especially for me in this game. If you want to play LA two, no problems there, but I think I want to get as much exposure to that Anaheim penalty kill as possible. On the blue line, I think it's just correlating. I almost never play defenseman from Anaheim, so just correlating for me. What do we, What do you think? Yeah, just correlating for me. Uh, Matt Roy is under 4K now. He, I, I mean, if you want to one-off him, that's fine. I'd much prefer to play Drew Doughty, um, even with the second line, because Arvidsson does get some top power play time. So, duck side, the prices are still in. Uh, you know, La La Land or Disneyland, whatever is out in Anaheim, yeah. Disneyland. Yeah, I agree. Um, just one quick question in chat it says, would you game stack Los Angeles, Anaheim? Seems like they could zip up and down the ice. I, I don't necessarily hate it. Um, five and a half total here. I think I might like game stack Winnipeg, Colorado, or even Carolina, Columbus. Um, before this game, but honestly, on a six-game slate, if you're going to tell me you're going to game stack just about any game, I'll say I think it's fine. What do you think? Yeah, and for your expected value, try not to stack the Zegers line and the Denal line because they're going to go against each other. So, like, you're really hurting your uh, upside if you're using lines against each other. So you could do, like, Kings 1, Ducks 2, or, you know, 
Kings won, Ducks won, because they won't be going up against each other. Just, you know, I would avoid going up, uh, stacking lines going against each other. Yeah, I agree with that completely. All right, we got to get out of here. Um, I'm going to ask you for your hat trick picks and your goalies. My hat trick pick was Jonathan Marcheseau, but he's not playing tonight. So I panicked and I'm going with Pavel Buchnevich. Uh, my goalies are John Gibson, uh, if if you want a little bit of security, but it feels like he could be fairly chalky if you really want to get wild. Uh, Connor Hellebuck, what do you think? Pavel Buchnevich. And I took that personally. <laughs> um, goalies are a mess tonight. I think, um, you know, I think Brossois, if he starts, is okay. Um, Buck is a wild ride. On DraftKings, he's a little bit better just because he has the chance at the saves bonus. Billy Huso, if you're paying up again. Freddie Anderson, like the pay down options on DraftKings. They're like Barube, Dustin Tokarski, Gillies, or Wedgwood. Like, good luck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's why I think there's so much ownership on Gibson, which is fine. Um, and my hat trick pick, my hat trick pick is going to be Miko Rantman. All right, there you go. Miko Rantanen is your hat trick pick from Josh. Mine is Pavel Buchnevich. Don't forget, we have a bunch of NBA coming up after us. So anybody playing a little bit of basketball tonight, four shows coming up over the rest of the day for you guys. We will be back tomorrow with an NHL strategy show. I believe it's at noon Eastern, um, but it is going to be tomorrow sometime in the middle of the day. So uh, if you're playing NHL tomorrow, come hang out with us. But good luck tonight for producer Tyler, for a single entry assassin, Mr. Joshua Harris, and Michael Clifford saying good luck and we'll see you tomorrow.